I like this whole three drink setup thing. Seemed to work well last week. Got it again. So, got, yeah. got it going again. Got, I realized that it looks like I have three drinks over here, but really it's just my one drink and then two children's drinks over oh, those by my cups one drink. <laughs> no, they're not Oh, mine. man. I thought you just really wanted apple juice mm. or watered down apple juice. No. Well, those are both just water. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Josie only drinks water. You're right. And breast milk. Well, only ought to drink water. Dun, dun, dun. No, she only drinks water and breast milk. No, I'm confused. I mean, sometimes she'll get Oliver's. Apple oh juice yeah, yeah. That. But we don't give her <coughs> apple juice. Yeah, she'll just sneak it sometimes. Uh oh. She'll grab Ollie's sneaky, sneaky water bottle and drink it. Which yeah, it's like maybe thirty percent apple juice. And 70% water. Dang, you really water it down. Yeah. Mine's probably you don't? like 50-50. Oh, maybe, no, I put a lot maybe more water. Maybe 40-60, but definitely not 30-70. Anyways, that doesn't matter. Now, I've, I've got my water for hydration in case my throat gets dry because it does that now that I'm still hacking up stuff, which now is annoying. Now that you're old. Just now that I'm old, my throat gets dry. What <laughs> happened? Um, and then I've got my uppers. I've got my chai tea. Which is delicious. Your uppers. Exactly. Okay. It's, it's got caffeine in it, so it'll take me higher. Um, and then I also have my adult beverage, which is some Jameson and orange juice and lemon lime soda because it's generic grocery brand. Because you really liked the drink that I made last night. Well, uh, yeah. 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 I'll just say that. <clears throat> my own little concoction. I like it. So that's my downer. So I've got my uppers and my downers and my hydration. It's pretty cool. I like that setup. It works. But yes. yeah. So we <laughs> uh we got some Jameson. That's an interesting which is kind story. Of a funny story. Which is a good movie. Anyway, sorry. Um, oh yeah, that is a good movie. Reese's pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've only watched it once. No, we've watched it. No, we've shown it to someone. We've, we've watched it a couple times. It's just been years since we've seen it. It's with Zach Galifianakis. Uh, there are a couple things about it I didn't like, but it, overall it was a good movie. Anyways, watch it if you want to. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, the funny story behind the Jameson is that, well, this week is South by Southwest here in Austin, and it, that's actually pretty much like two weeks long like a week and a half long. Um, and the kickoff parties and stuff started last weekend. So we went out yep. on Friday, which was awesome. We were able to get a sitter for the kids. Shout out to mom. She is Yay! so cool. Um, and we went out to what is usually one of the best groups of parties that are free during South by Southwest because we only do free stuff. Because we're cheapskates. Because we're mooches. And we like free food and free booze. Yeah. So um, we went out and on our way to the places that we were going to. So this is the places that we were going to. It's like a party that's thrown that has like multiple sites. And so you go, you bounce between all of them. And 
a lot of them have free drinks and some Called of them have the free food. startup crawl startup crawl so it's for it's for austin startups to mingle and do them we're just mooches um so we were on our way to that and we stopped off at a different party before that which actually ended up being pretty awesome there were tacos and there were drinks and we took a picture sort of sort of like a gif yeah basically anyways because i wanted to feel young again <laughs> Yeah, well, well, South by has been a tradition for us since since we turned twenty one, basically. Yeah, well, I mean, before, before then, before then yeah. Um, but yeah, we haven't. You know, obviously, having kids, you can't changes your schedule, right? Bit. Exactly, you can't do the things that you used to do when there were kids. So yeah, because it used to be like literally all day, like right. Like, we would be down there all day long, all week long. Yeah. Noon to, like, two in the morning. Yeah. It's crazy. All kinds of stuff going on. Lots of stuff that you can get into for free. If you know what you're doing, you can not pay a dime, be eating and drinking all day. Yeah. It's it's Seeing awesome. bands. We've got to see a couple bands, like, super up close and personal. Um, the before Civil they Wars. got big, yeah. yeah. Like, right before they blew up, we saw them, like, two or three times that week. Mm-hmm. We were in within, like, arm's length of yeah. them. It was yeah. freaking awesome. One year we saw of Monsters and Men. At and their we were, very first show in the United States. Very, yep, that's right. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. And and there are pictures on their Facebook, black and white pictures, where you can you can see us. Yep. Um, because we were at that show. So South by is just awesome. Yeah. We, we've it's it's been great. But we've had to tone it down the past couple of years. So it was a lot of fun to actually go out and do that. Um, this Friday. Anyways, I'm drawing out this story much longer than it needs to be. <laughs> Basically, we went to a couple of the different sites and there was just nothing there. Like, there, yeah. there weren't very many people. There weren't any drinks anywhere. Well, there were um, drinks, but you had to pay for them. Yeah, which is not proper South by etiquette. <laughs> no, not I, I our think, proper South by etiquette. I think they just like toned the whole startup crawl down this year than from previous years because previously it went longer. Like it started later, but then it went until like midnight where, or maybe like 10, whereas this year it only went till eight, which was really weird. Yeah. Um, but it was Friday night. So I figure like because they moved it to Friday, they had to get out of those spaces by mm-hmm. eight because other stuff was going on. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, so the last place we went to was at like 745 in the evening. 15 minutes before stuff was going to shut down. We figured we'll just try one more stop. It was the third stop of the start of crawl. We're like, we'll just try it. We've got one other party we're thinking about going to after this, but we'll just go ahead and try it for the last 15 minutes. And while we were waiting to get in the elevator, there was someone who was like, yeah, they only have bread and cheese up there. And you're like, oh, that's kind of lame, but whatever. We'll check it out anyway. I like bread so, and cheese. Right, right. Exa- I mean, yeah, it's kind of lame. It's kind of lame because I am... Uh, spoiled by <laughs> south by and so i'm like no drinks what's going on here why are you yeah but yeah free free bread and cheese is free bread and cheese go for it um so we went to it was at the irish consulate in uh in austin which was cool and we went there we ate some bread and cheese and then it was getting to be like 755 so they're kind of clearing out and so we're like okay well we're just gonna take off and we get in the elevator there's a bunch of people in the elevator already and um, one of the guys in the elevator is like, do you guys want on? You know, are, y- are y'all getting on the elevator also? So we're like, yeah, let's do it. And so we all pile in the elevator and the guy who um, is closest to the button 
pushes the elevator to go up. At this point, we're on the 20th floor, okay? So we, so we need to go back to the ground floor. And he pushes it to go to the 23rd floor. And so Samantha turns to me, and she's like, aren't we going down? And I just mouth to her, like, just go with it. Just go with it. This is South by. <laughs> just go with it. See where it takes us. Um, almost almost uh, prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Because we go up and then we get out of the elevator. And of course, because Sam and I got in last, like we co- go out first and we don't know what we're doing. Nope. So we just step out into the lobby and all the rest of the people start filing into like kind of down the hallway. And the guy who asked us to get on the elevator, they're like, are, are y'all coming with us? Like, what are you doing? And at that point I get embarrassed and I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. I know. <laughs> we, we I, I just know. said, we just got on the elevator. So sure, we'll come with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he was super encouraging, like, yeah, come on. We want more people. Let's go. And so we they take us to their office space. Um, and they have like a bunch of nice alcohols out. They've got some munchies, like some chips and some donuts. And then they also have another room that's because it's an office space. Um, it's, it's like a whole, uh, snack area with like a, a huge fridge like a full little of lounge, drinks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just like fully stocked with beers and sodas and chips and whatever. And they're like, yeah, make yourself at home. We're just here to hang out kind of a thing. And so we, we get to talk in with the people that it was probably, we were like two out of like 10 people who were there. Mm-hmm. There weren't that very, very many yeah. people. It, well, and everyone else knew each other. Yeah. Except, except us. us. We just, we just were random. just tagging along. <laughs> and they were like, we didn't think very many people would show up. So it sounds like they kind of had prepared for it, but they weren't sure what was happening. Um, so it was pretty, it was pretty serendipitous. Long story short, we end up staying out until like 1230 with everyone. Uh, We were drinking and hanging out. There was a dude who had a record player in the office. So he was like playing records and he built his own speakers. So that was like a really cool conversation that I, you know, because they obviously asked us what we did. And, you know, I was like, well, I, you know, I went to school for audio. I do audio and video and lighting in a church. And they're like, seriously, this guy built his speakers. Let's turn it on. Let's play music, blah, blah, blah. And it was just such a great experience. Uh, and, then, and then we ended up going out to a bar, another bar at like 11 o'clock and staying there for like an hour and a half before they went to another, they were all going to another bar and it was like 1230. Yeah. And morning. I'm like, uh, we, we have to go. Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> like, mom I is can't. at home watching our kids. Uh, so we need to go home. Um, once again, shout out to mom. She's awesome. Cause she like stayed up super late so yeah. that we could so nice. party. Um, yeah, yeah. And she was like, fine. I was texting her multiple times throughout the evening. Like, it's so late. I'm so sorry. And she was like, no, have fun. Don't feel bad. Anyways, my mom is awesome. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just super cool. Cause, um, the, the people were just so warm and inviting. Um, yeah. they had really good drinks and, but, but more so than that, I think the conversations are what were, what was really cool. Yeah. We met another couple who was a little bit younger than us who uh, had just gotten married back in September and uh, small world. We found out that we know someone at our church who they're really close to because they asked what church I did sound at and I told them Austin Oaks and they were like, Oh, that sounds familiar. Oh, we know someone who goes there. And uh, they, they said her name and we're like, yeah, we know her. (laughs) That's so cool. Like total small world. And they're moving from downtown over to the Southwest area where we are. And so, you know, they kind of said they might, 
come back to the church. They liked it when they came and I'm just like that. It, it was just so, it was such a cool evening. And you got to talk about Jesus. I did. It, it, yeah. We, we were having just conversations about, oh, because one of the guys uh, works in finance and um, he was, he audits uh, primarily churches. He lives out in Dallas. And so he audits a bunch of big companies, but um, primarily, I think he audits nonprofits. So he does a lot of churches and he was talking about how much money churches make. And, you know, obviously it's Dallas. So maybe a little different. I thought than it Austin. was Houston because he was talking about Joel Osteen. Yes. Yes. That's in Houston. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. I get my big uh, Texas cities m- mixed up. So Houston, <laughs> there you go. Um, and yeah, so he was talking about Joel Osteen's church. And I don't want to make a, um, actually, no, he was saying that he doesn't know because he hasn't audited them, but like how <laughs> churches tend to mismanage their, their money from his perspective because he's a finance guy and it's like well churches aren't necessarily in it to make money anyways um the the whole deal but our conversation then turned into um kind of how like messed up some church people can be um but then how like we give grace and and how like jesus actually died well, i think for those the other josh well. had mentioned the prosperity gospel that's what it was that's what it was the prosperity gospel and then we talked about how that how that um how some people have that's what it was because it was joel osteen and then it was some people have issues with the prosperity gospel and without necessarily saying it i was kind of like yeah well you know the issue is that um is the saying that we're not going to suffer because like Jesus himself suffered, you know, and he was perfect. He never messed up like, um, and, and so, you know, they, they kind of nodded and and it it just kind of went from there because then it was like, and that's the amazing thing is that Jesus did suffer for us, you know, for the people that, that were totally against him, um, who wanted to kill him. Um, he suffered and died on their place. And so that was just a really cool conversation. Um, out of nowhere, seemingly, <laughs> seemingly you know, yeah. just like we were put in this place, we were out just having fun and um, it was really cool to be able to kind of talk about Jesus and share the gospel um, in the middle of like hanging out and having drinks. And then you were talking with the ladies for a while about, mm-hmm. um, you know, the two different ladies who were just at different points in their marriage and kind of just going through some hard stuff and you were able to encourage them. Yeah. Which is super cool. Did you, did you want to talk about that at all or not? Oh, not really. I, <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, they were, it was mostly um, the older woman who was expressing that, um, you know, they were just going through some uh, rough times just with their, now that their kids are older, like they're sort of realizing that they don't know each other as much. Um. I'm trying to work through that and trying to communicate better. And so, yeah, yeah, it's just, and they have what four kids. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine four. I mean, imagine even if they're only a single year apart, it's four years plus 18, you know, over 20 years of like raising kids together. Yeah. That'd be really easy to kind of drift apart if you're not intentional about, about it. So like that totally makes sense. And they, they had both um, made reference to, because they were kind of like the the um, the couple who've been married for a long time in the room, uh, you know, they, they kind of would make jokes about each other 
uh, very endearing jokes. And he, you know, from the like few hours that I hung out with him, he made a couple jokes about how much, uh, he, how invested he is in work and like how much time he spends working, you know? So, um, so on top of just raising kids, he's also, I don't know that I could say he's a workaholic, but he really enjoys working and he works long hours. He works hard, you know? So yeah, I get it. That's uh, that's difficult. It's not something we've hit. We we only have toddler and an infant. Yep. So, but um, yeah, it was just super cool. Yeah, it was a really good night. Yeah, that was Friday. So yeah, how you doing? I'm doing all right. All right. I've like possibly broke my toe today. So. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> So, uh, anything else going on? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What happened? It was really random. I mean, I was just getting the kids breakfast ready this morning, getting them in their seats, getting their food on their trays, and I, we, uh, we've started putting these little, like, black footstools, um, down between our couch and the little like at the entrance to the dining room. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So to keep the dogs out of the dining room so yep. that they're not like hovering while we're eating. Cause Josie likes to throw her food. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just sort of like hopping over these stools while I'm like, you know, giving them their food and getting stuff ready. And I just like slammed my toe into one of them and they're not like heavy no, they're super light stools. They're like <laughs> maybe two pounds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're cushioned. Like, yeah. Uh, but I slammed my toe into it and I guess I just hit it just the right way to where it either broke or fractured. Cause I was, I was looking up everything online and just Ooh, the way that it looks and the, the, <laughs> the way that, that it looks said? and the way that it feels is, it is most likely a break or fracture. You have tolio. <laughs> yes, I have tolio. Um. So yeah, been, but I mean, I'm a stay-at-home mom to a toddler and an infant, so. So you can just lay down. Yeah, yeah, I can just lay down and prop my foot up and ice it and rest, no problem. Not. Nah. They sleep a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then I was making food earlier today for Josie for her lunch. And she, like she usually does, you know, comes crawling over to me to like climb up on me. She wants me to hold her. But she just places her weight right on that toe. Nice. And (laughs) I like yanked it out from under her poor thing and she like falls on the floor (laughs) oh geez i mean she wasn't she was still on her hands and knees so it wasn't like a hard fall oh okay but i just felt bad because she cried because she wasn't Mm -hmm. expecting that and kind of freaked her out a little bit um do you not love me anymore (laughs) uh but yeah ever since then it's gotten bluer and more swollen (laughs) so so yeah, yeah, that's when I texted you and was like, "Are you gonna? Can you come home early, please, so that I can get off of my foot?" Yeah. <laughs> but, 
fun, fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got it wrapped up right now. I was icing it and had it elevated earlier. Oh, speaking of, I meant to put an ice pack on it right now. I'm going to go get it out of the freezer. (laughs) Bye. That was my day. What about yours? Fun. Oh, no, just getting ready for Sunday. Nothing nothing too special. We decided um, that I'm going to take off work tomorrow, which is Thursday. Uh, which would be yesterday if you're listening on the day this drops. I was off yeah. work yesterday. That's weird talking about the future in the past tense. <laughs> um, yeah, just because it's spring break and like a lot of the staff at work has been gone and we rent out the building because we actually have three buildings in our church. We rent out the main building to a school during the week um, and they are out for spring break and so, like, just walking around has been very strange. It's just, it's been a freaking ghost town at work, <laughs> which is weird. I was talking to someone, actually, the traditional worship leader earlier today, uh, and I just kind of made mention of it. And, and she she was like, it makes me feel so unmotivated when, like, no one's here. I hate it. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that stinks. Because it, it gives me, like, space to think. But I guess I see what she's saying. Like, it definitely slows down the pace of your day when there's nothing else going on but it also takes away distraction so i don't know i don't hate it but it's just different um what excuse me why do i bring that up oh because i was saying that we decided to just take off tomorrow because um there's not anything urgent going on so and i've got a lot of banked uh time off so yeah gonna be off yeah we were planning on going out and doing stuff and then you you broke your toe (laughs) you busted your toe and so we figured it may be kind of difficult to do that yeah we'll we'll see see. i don't know i really want to go to the winery tomorrow Uh so i may just brave it (laughs) whoa we'll see we'll see what happens but yeah my day's been good just prepping getting all my stuff done for sunday Okay, well, I did have a couple little things that I wanted to address, and I meant to address it last week, and I totally forgot. Um, But I I had three of them, and I only remember two of them, and so I'm kicking myself because I know there was something else, but I don't remember what it was. Um, But just, yeah, just a a couple things from two weeks ago in our podcast. Um, you know, I was running my mouth a little bit, you know, how, how I tend to do. I've got a microphone in front of me and so it happens. And, um, I, I called a good friend of mine, Skeeve. And, uh, I, I just wanted to address the fact that he is not at all Skeevy. I, I just rhymed with his last name and that's the only reason that I said it. But Nate, you are awesome. Good sir. Um, you are fantastic in every way and know that. I, I do not think of any part of you as skeevy and I'm sure you and your wife don't appreciate me using that word in conjunction with your last name. So I apologize. I know, you know, it was just a joke and it was just a joke, but still, um, I also didn't want anyone else to think that I actually thought him to be skeevy cause I don't, he is the based and the love him. That's kind of weird, a little bit. Um, that was Nacho Libre, by the way. Just a little. I think we've. I think we've. We've talked at length about Nacho Libre, Libre, Libra, Libra. I don't, I don't know anything about Nacho nachos. Libre. <laughs> Dang it! Can't even talk. Um. Yes, Nacho Libre. Yeah. I feel 
feel like it's like our go-to. Well, it, it's like our f- family's movie mascot. Yes. <laughs> I think uh, I can't remember if I've only said it to friends or if I've said it on the podcast. But Nacho Libre is hilarious because my mom loves it because of how spot on it is for Mexican culture. And my grandmother hates it because of how spot on it is about Mexican culture. She feels like it's just making fun of Mexicans, where my mom is just like, no, it deserves to be made fun of. It's hilarious. Wait, has Mima actually watched it? Or did, did your mom just say that that's probably what she would think of it? Uh, I don't I, I, I doubt that she's watched all of it if she has that strong of a reaction to it. But I, I was under the impression that she has seen some of it, and that is that was her thought on the movie, was this is disrespectful. But anyways, the um, second little addendum that I had is I recommended Behind the Memes episode on Tide Pods when you asked about Tide Pods a couple weeks ago. And immediately after the episode, I went like searching for it on YouTube and like racking my brain trying to remember because I could not find it for the life of me. Uh, And I know, I know, I know he had an episode on it um, because it was really funny the the way that he described how delicious they were. Anyways, um, come to find out that YouTube has actually done a bunch of like flagging videos of Tide Pods because um, it violates their terms of service because their terms of service say that they can't you can't have any videos um that of of like inflicting self-harm and so kids eating tide pods when it's literally poison um that falls under those guidelines so basically any episode any like videos about tide pods on youtube were immediately taken down so i'm assuming that's what happened to that video so uh don't go looking for tide pods by behind the meme in fact don't go looking for tide pods at youtube at all because you're not going to find anything because they take them down um because that's stupid because you shouldn't be eating poison kids adults babies dogs cats well no cats can eat poison hey (laughs) (laughs) uh maybe not i'm not a cat person either but no not not going there uh okay I'll, I'll go with you. Cats don't don't put Tide Pods in your fish bowl because your fish will die. Even though they might look at it as they might view it as a delicious, delicious treat, it is not. It will kill you. Yeesh. Anyway, sorry. Randomness. So, talk to me. What do you want to talk about? Um, well, if we if we're done small talk, I guess nothing else. Are you judging me about. right now? You think I make too much small talk? Uh, definitely. How dare you? Definitely. How dare you judge me? Get off me. Step off, bro. You, you you talk a lot all the time. Judging me? Why are you judging me, bro? <laughs> Stop flexing. Segway. Stop flexing. Um, yeah, so what I wanted to talk about is judgment. And judging. Um, so just like in that scenario Love that we just had. Just like that scenario, um, oftentimes uh, people like to say, uh, step off me, bro. Don't judge me. You can't judge me. Only God can judge me. Um, and to be honest with you, just between you and me, Samantha, 
That's really And our annoying. listeners. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone's listening? Uh, sorry, I probably should have been that loud. Kids are asleep. Uh, no, so just just that idea, because uh, you hear it a lot of judgment and like, you can't judge me. Like, don't, don't put that on me. Like, almost uh, this idea that every man is an island unto himself, right? So like, you can't judge me. Um, and, and it's a really, it's, it's just really interesting when you start thinking about it, like, what are you actually saying? Um, cause nine times out of 10, what that really just means is I don't want you, you know, that's none of your business. Like get out of my life. Don't, don't make me feel bad. You know, you don't, you don't have the right. Um, so that's part of it, but, but kind of that idea of, they're not of judging correction. someone else. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I was reading a book this week that um, I didn't realize was written so dang long ago. It was written in the 1600s. Oh, wow. Um, by someone, Sibs. Darn it. John Sibs? It's probably not John Sibs. <sighs> I feel Don't like look an at idiot. Me. I feel like an idiot. But it's a book called The Bruised Reed, and it mm. was really good. Um, it's It talks about how... Um, Basically, the idea that God didn't call, you know, the, the, the strong people of the world to himself. Like, he, like we are weak and our strength is in Christ, basically. Um, th- that's in a nutshell. I mean, it's way, it, he goes into way deeper stuff than that. But basically, like, you know how I, I had mentioned I was reading the, the mortification of sin and thinking about, like, fighting sin and and I've just been real interested in that also and so I was looking up some resources on fighting sin and this was another book that was uh recommended on a few different lists so I picked up the audiobook and I was listening to it and it's really good it's a lot like the mortification of sin in that it you can tell it's an older book the way that people used to write um is much more matter of fact and mm. not not just like, hey, so I'm throwing out this idea here. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. That? It's it's very much just like straight to the point mm-hmm. and condensed. But at the same time, it has its own sense of like beauty and depth and richness to it. Um, so it it's it, yeah, I I highly recommend it. In fact, I'll I'll throw it in the recos. Um, awesome. At the end of the or in the show notes, um, because it was really good. But um it made mention of the idea of judgment in general and um how how we judge others basically and how we how we make our judgments and so then that that i was just thinking about that concept and had a couple other different thoughts about it um so i was like hey why don't we just talk about it on the podcast i need to take a sip of something <laughs> So it's probably going to be slightly kind of off the cuff and not really um, structured because I'm not very good at that. But there there are a couple things around this idea of judgment that um, have been swirling in my brain ever since um, that idea was presented as I was reading that book. But so the first one is this idea of judging other people and having other people judge you and how our modern culture is so averse to that. Like, Mm -hmm. and often, well, before we get into that, the reason that uh, a lot of people will say, you know, you can't judge me, only God can judge me. Um, Jesus specifically says 
judge not lest you be judged, right? Yeah. He's basically basically saying don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. Well, he literally says you hypocrites. Yeah. Just a couple a couple <laughs> verses later. Yeah. <laughs> so um, He's talking to the Pharisees who were hypocrites. Right. <laughs> he is talking to hypocrites because he calls them <laughs> hypocrites. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's let's read that. That's out of Matthew 7. Um, the first, let's see, let's see, the first four verses, I guess. No, five verses, the first five verses. Okay, so Matthew 7, um, mm-hmm. this is Jesus talking, judge not that you be not judged. Okay, that's, that's what people love to say. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, don't judge anyone, right? Because then you'll be judged. Well, let's, let's, let's keep going. Okay, because Jesus didn't just say that. This whole chapter, um, I'm not. There's some context. Yeah, exactly. I'm not big on red letter Bibles um, because I don't want to like put one part of Scripture above another. But if you happen to on my phone right now, it's in red letters. If you look at the preceding chapter and the next chapter, like, well, no, in the rest of this chapter, it's all red, meaning that this comes in the middle of something that Jesus was saying. So, like you said, it has context. It's not just, it's not, it's not like this is a proverb. Judge right. not, lest you be judged. No, G- Jesus is saying something else. Yeah. So, continuing. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Okay. So, I mean, that still sounds like he's saying the same thing. Like, don't judge anyone because you're going to get judged. Okay. But still, let's let's stay with it. He continues. And he's talking about the way you judge. Yeah, yeah. So a little, a subtle change there. Mm-hmm. Like the same way that you judge is the way that you're going to be judged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's keep going. Why do you see the speck that's in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Okay. So this this kind of brings to fruition, like you had said, the way that you judge someone, mm-hmm. right? So you're judging other people without looking at yourself is what he's saying mm-hmm. that you are committing uh, heinous sins and pointing out the small sins in other people is what Jesus is saying. Okay. Well, let's keep going. Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's a log in your own eye. Okay. Same thing. So verse five, you hypocrite first take the log out of your own eye and then you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's mm-hmm. eye. So repent from your own sin. Right. And then you can judge your brother righteously. Exactly. That changes, that last verse changes, I think, a lot of, if, if you're following his, his, his thought process um, and you don't see this underlying, if you take it at face value that he's saying don't judge, then you're going to read it a certain way. But at that verse, you can't take it like that anymore. Right. Because he literally says to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Like, continue to do that. Right. Continue to Take the judge, log out of your own but before you take it. So he's still saying to take it out of your brother's eye. Exactly. But you need to take the log out of your own first. Exactly. So Jesus is not saying don't judge people. Right. He's not saying what a lot of people want him to say, yes. <laughs> which is, you know, get out of my business. Um, you have no right in my life. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I think we've brought this up multiple times on the podcast is you need a community of people around you. Yeah. You need people. To um, keep you accountable. Yeah. To it, what is righteous. Yes. I think that's what the church is for. Uh, well, one thing, one reason the church is here. 
uh, and it helps you is so that you can have people in your life to call you on your crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because there are things that you don't see about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that I'm sure that I'm abrasive on um, in, in ways that I mess up that I don't know about myself. Oh, and that brother, I can't. Let, let me take that speck <laughs> out of your eye. I'm just brother, that was interesting. <laughs> um, but it, it, it requires someone else in my life seeking my good to take that speck out of my eye or in my case probably right which probably brings it back to the way you judge people right because if you're just if you're just judging them to make yourself seem higher and more mighty that is not the way to do it jesus says you hypocrite exactly yeah But if you're judging them, trying to correct them for their own good because you love them and you want them to do what is righteous and what is glorifying to God, that is righteous judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, straight up. And and especially you think of the context of the Pharisees, like you had mentioned, and how they loaded on the people um, these laws that they had to keep in order to, to continue to stay righteous and you know, Jesus repeatedly called them out, um, called them whitewashed tombs. You know, you're dead. You may look nice, but you're dead. Like you don't know the reason that you're doing what you're doing is not to glorify God. Right. It's to, it's to, to puff yourself up to, um, to be legalistic. Yeah. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. to condemn yourself even more than you already have. Um, yeah, Jesus is pretty harsh with the, with the religious <laughs> leaders of his time. Uh, Jesus, Jesus judged them <laughs> pretty yeah, harshly. <laughs> um, it takes a judgment call to call someone a hypocrite. Yeah. Um, so Jesus, in the midst of, of even saying this, was judging people. Now you could say, well, he was God. He could do that. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's a perfect judge. Yeah. But, but he, he tells also, us in he that tells us, he tells yeah, us to do it to do that. And if you jump down later in that chapter, uh, let me see where it is. Um, to verse fifteen, okay, this little section, Jesus says, "Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit." But the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree can't bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. Dang. So if you think that Jesus was saying not to judge anyone in the first verse, we'll jump down, I mean, jump down four verses, (laughs) or jump down 14 verses, and he's telling you, He's telling all of uh, all of his followers, judge people by their fruit. Yeah. Judge whether teachers are good teachers or false teachers by their fruit. Right. By what is what is born in their lives. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over, except it's just that Jesus calls us as Christians to judge others' actions. Yes. Um, what you do after that, yeah, I mean, like, he, he doesn't tell us to, uh, you know, become Westboro Baptist Church, you Ugh. know? 
Uh, actually, I probably shouldn't even call it a church because it's no. a hate group. Um, but what you do after that, how you approach someone in their sin, um, I mean, Jesus also lays that out. You go to them. Um, <clears throat> there, There's all that. But when it comes to simply whether or not you can judge someone else, um, Jesus calls us to do that. And the way that you do that is by knowing, I mean, Jesus says, be careful with your measurement because the way that you measure is going to be measured against you. Mm -hmm. So that means that you have to know scripture. You right. need to know. And, and one of the things that I thought about and, and that the, the bruised reed brought up is, is kind of the idea of what judgment is and, and how you judge. And I hadn't ever really thought about it this way. Um, but what is judgment? Like when, when you say that you judge something, what exactly are you doing? Um, well, what would you say that judgment is? Well, I can think of a, I guess of a more modern way to say it is calling something out. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. The, the way that I was thinking about it was that it is actually making a making a call on something's on, on gosh, I can't even put it into words deciding on the morality of something, right? Whether something is right or wrong. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that actually brings into this whole discussion of what judgment is um, an implicit statement of morality. You know, you actually have to have an understanding of what is moral and what is immoral mm -hmm. in order to make a judgment call. Right. Which is really interesting and which I think opened my eyes to why people are so averse to being judged is because what they're saying is that they want to be autonomous mm -hmm. and that you have no right of, of putting your morality or your, your standard on their ex truth. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's where the real issue is. Right. Um, Cause I see it even in um, some, some forms of Christianity that would bring up this verse and say, Oh, you can't judge that person because you don't know what they've gone through. You don't, you know, you can't, you can't say what they're doing is sin because you don't know what they And the problem is that. Reminds me of a certain quote unquote pastor that was on a certain morning uh, talk show that didn't call a very sinful thing sin. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean that happened. But um so um <laughs> Yeah, it it just really kind of opened up my mind to that that the whole issue of judgment is is because we don't agree on the standard of what is moral and what is immoral. And so often what people want to say is your morality doesn't pertain to me. For one reason or another, whether that's um, because you're a Christian and I'm not a Christian, whether that's because you read the Bible a certain way and I read it a different way. Um, and, and, or maybe they just actually don't know. Like, I mean, like you said earlier, like you have to know the scriptures, like the only way to really 
know what is right or wrong to really know what is moral or what is righteous is to know the law. Right. Is to know the word. Yeah. So, to know scripture. Yeah. 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 And so it's, it's also, I mean, I think that's implicit in what Jesus says. Obviously, if he says that you have to, you have to judge someone based on their fruit, um, then you have to know what good fruit is and what right. bad fruit is. Right. And is that simply, um, gosh, sorry, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of going on a tangent here because I've seen other um, quote unquote Christian uh, leaders on, on Twitter talk about fruit and how um, what they would define as good fruit, I would define as bad fruit based on scripture. Um, so, so you do have to know what the scripture says and why you believe what you believe and, and how it ties right. together and not just like this verse, taking things like that out of context. Um, in yeah, order reading to kinda... it in a more eisegetical mm-hmm. form than an exe- exegetical yeah. form. Yeah. And it also, I, I want to circle back though to what you had said um, and just reiterate it is that we ought to come at this, the, the picture that Jesus paints is one of correction between brothers. Right. Like he specifically uses the word brother. Um, we can't as Christians just, um, gosh, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right words because I don't want to come off. Um, I, I want to come off balanced. Mm-hmm. is that we don't go and bash people over the head with their sin for the sake of, of condemning them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always for, like, yes, you want people to understand their sin, um, but that's not always the way to... Um, calling out specific sins is not always the best way to share the gospel, share the good news. Well, you, yeah, you do need to, there has to be a mention of repentance. Yes, yes. People need to know that they are guilty. Yes. I believe that everyone actually knows that they are guilty. Uh, I think scripture makes that clear, is that we have a conscience and that we are all guilty before God, and we all know it. Cause guilt, but we need to be reminded. Right, right. Often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's true. It's true. Um, but what I'm saying is that you want to you want to do that in such a way that is brotherly, you know, like Jesus uses um, that that term in this in this passage. You don't want to just um, you don't want to come off like a jerk is really what I'm saying, um, mm-hmm. because that's that's just that's the wrong approach. That's not going to um, it doesn't show that you love someone and that that is what you ought to be showing if you're sharing the gospel. Well, yeah, I mean, screaming in someone's face isn't really going to be effective. Yeah, about how sinful they are, and yeah, it's it's just not. But saying that they need to repent because Jesus bled and died on the cross for their sinful actions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is a loving way to say it. Right, right. I'm just saying that it ought to be communicated with love. What that looks like, it can be different in different contexts, mm-hmm. right? I'm just saying it, you can't, you just don't be a jerk about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying. Use your common sense. Yeah, yeah. 
and be tactful, be intentional um, because the gospel is beautiful and you don't want to make it look ugly because you're a jerk. (laughs) That's all. But yeah, I feel like I had other thoughts and they're just like vanished. But judgment. Yeah, it was good. Do you have any other thoughts on judgment, judging things and judging people? I don't think that social media is the best place to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that. Yeah, okay. So here, here's another thought that I have. Um, is that this, this passage that we read talks about judging fruit. Um, so my rule of thumb is that you ought to only judge people's actions you can never fully judge people's hearts because you don't know because you don't know um the fruit obviously comes from a deeper source Mm -hmm. maybe good or maybe bad but there but there are times you know christians mess up too um you know that like yeah yeah that's that's why we need to repent right Uh, so um, what i'm saying is that you can't I think it it is very dangerous to judge someone's heart, to judge someone's intention, unless they have made that clear. But you right. can right. call like, someone out on their actions. Yeah, like like when you when we say quote unquote Christian or quote unquote pastor, we're not saying that they aren't a Christian. We're saying that by the fruit that we've seen from them, we don't know. Exactly. Yes, we don't know. And that's the most I can ever say about yeah. anyone. Um, because we want, I mean, we want everyone to be saved, right? You ought to want that. <laughs> um, if you don't, I, I, I would say you need to really go before God and, um, you know. Yeah, if you want someone to spend eternally to spend eternity in hell, yeah, you definitely need to check your <laughs> you may not understand <laughs> you may not understand the depth of your own sin right. at that point. And that, that that's where I that's what I would say is that I I, I don't think you cuz that, that's what it comes back to me. I I think you're doing what uh Jesus is saying, you're being a hypocrite. Yeah. You're not sure. seeing the log in your own eye. Now, can you say, well, you know, can you compare yourself to Hitler and say, well, Hitler deserved hell? Sure, Hitler deserved hell. So I do you. deserve hell yeah, as well. we all deserve hell. And if you don't acknowledge that and you don't fully understand the weight of that and you don't sit in that and really contemplate the mm-hmm. fact that you deserve it too, that yeah, your it sin... it is by God's grace and mercy that you aren't Hitler. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because you have been restrained from from committing the same acts um yeah so uh gosh to backtrack is (laughs) is that you just can't you can't judge someone's heart um i don't think you could ever fully say that you know whether someone is saved or not right you know I, i don't think you can do that but you judge the fruit you correct based on biblical standards in love 
um, as Christians. I think that's that's what we ought to be doing for each other. Right. Obviously, to different levels, depending on how much you know the person. Um, but um, it but it requires knowing Scripture as well. You know, if someone were to rebuke me for my tattoos, um, you know, I'd ask to to see where in Scripture they they think that that's sinning. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would give my perspective on that as well. So. I think that's it. I think that's that's everything that came to mind when thinking about judgment. Judging. My name is Judge. Coolio. <laughs> oh, jeez. You keep bringing him up. <laughs> Why do you do that? All right. You have anything else? No. Okay, then. I'm good. Any recommendations? Ooh. What you been into goes, lately? Well, nothing different lately, really, that I can think of. I don't think I have any recos. Okay. Nothing to check out. Okay. Well, um, like I said earlier, the bruised read Richard Sibbs. I think it's Richard. I'm pretty sure it's Richard. Um, Google that. Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> yeah, Richard Sibbs, theologian, fully... Uh, in, in his little frock uh, on Wikipedia. Um, he was an Anglican theologian. He was born in 1577 and died in 1635. Um, anyways, so yeah, The Bruised Read by Richard Sibbs. Good stuff. After you read um, The Mortification of Sin, because that one, I don't know. I mean, they're both great. They just take different approaches. Um, but I think together... They're very complimentary. Good stuff. Um, just for fun, <laughs> I would also recommend Arrested Development. We were watching the, the blooper Should reel. Should you though? <laughs> I highly recommend it. I mean, I think it's like the best comedy that's ever been on TV. But it is um, really funny. I enjoy it. It can be inappropriate. Yeah that that's what I'm that's what I'm yeah getting at. I get it, but that would not stop me from recommending it for adults. Um, yeah, there's just adult humor, but um, it is so well written. It's not only extremely comedic, but it's so well written that I guarantee that you will probably not miss half the jokes the first time you watch it. And then you go back and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that's what they're saying. Oh my gosh. I've probably it's watched true. through it at least six times, and every time I watch through it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a new joke I didn't even know was there. That's hilarious. And uh, it only gets funnier with age. It's true. Fourth season was okay, but the first three seasons are fantastic. Arrested Development. Do it. All right. Well... I think this is one of our shortest episodes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Under little, an hour. A little tiny one today. <laughs> man, oh man. Well, um, if you want to talk to us, you can catch us on Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me, or you can email us at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. Night night. Good night. Go, go <laughs> talk to your spouse or your friends or your or community. Good morning. I don't know when you're listening to this. Or good afternoon. Yes. Good or sir. 
Well, I think that's. I think I think that's. I think we covered it. Morning, yep. afternoon, Night. Yep. evening. Good evening, madam <laughs> or sir. Good eye, mate. Wow. Hello. Hello, love. I think that's enough Jameson doing? and orange juice for you. No, it's fantastic stuff. My gosh. Um, yeah. Actually, that stuff is Irish. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm.